Hello, Fellowship family. What a wonderful day here at the Fellowship. I'm Jennifer, and here are some announcements. It's being a while, a coffee bean that is. We are super excited to announce that the new and improved Fellowship Cafe has reopened. We open 30 minutes before each service to provide you time to enjoy your favorite beverage and some fellowship. Just a reminder that no food or drinks are allowed in the sanctuary. So come early or stay late and enjoy some quality fellowship time over a delicious cup of coffee in the new and improved Fellowship Cafe. Our Young Adult Conference was last Friday and it was a great night. We would like to thank all of our volunteers and speakers for making it such a success. Many of our volunteers stepped up before we even asked so that the majority of our young adults would be able to enjoy the night from their learning positions without needing to serve. We would also like to thank everyone who attended. It was a blessing to connect with you. We encourage you to stay connected with the Young Adults Ministry and the Young Adult Ministry is looking forward to seeing you again soon. We are excited that Theater Camp for Kids is here. Theater camps are being offered for children in elementary school and for the youth in middle and high school. Now all camps are from 8.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. Breakfast, lunch, and supplies will be provided and the cost is only $5. Theater Camp for Youth in Middle School begins this Tuesday, July the 19th. Register your youth today and please see Pastor Jackson for more information. The Fellowship is hosting a vaccination clinic on Saturday, July the 16th from 8 to 11 a.m. in the MWC classroom. There will be vaccinations available against the COVID-19 virus, and this includes boosters. This clinic is available to anyone from the Coastal Bend community, so feel free to share this information. To all the mighty men of God, your monthly men's gathering is also on Saturday, July the 16th, beginning at 8.30 a.m. with a hearty breakfast, followed by an amazing time of worship and the word at 9 a.m. Come out and become strengthened in the Lord and make sure to invite someone. Water baptism is a special time of publicly declaring before God and your church family your surrender to the Lord and His life. If you need to be water baptized, please sign up in the either foyer or you can call the church office. Please stop by the Resource Center, which is open after each Sunday service. You can obtain copies of our weekly messages, Pastor Don's teaching series, books, and the 2022 weekly devotional. All are available for purchase along with other items. Please stop by and build your spiritual library with these powerful resources. Thank you for your attention. And now we will continue with our wonderful worship service. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Well, good evening from Corpus Christi Christian Fellowship, Corpus Christi, Texas. We want to welcome our brothers and sisters who are here in our city and in the coastal bend. Thank you so much for joining us. We also want to welcome our brothers and sisters from around the world. Those of you who are in Asia and Africa, Europe, here in North America, Central America, South America, Australia, or the islands of the sea, we always welcome you to our services. We know that so many of you join us from around the world, and we are partners together. We are partners together with Jesus Christ, and he is doing a great work among you, and we trust that you and I will see each other personally face-to-face -face very soon. But we could not do what we do around the world without those who are seated here in this audience. And I want to welcome all of you who are here, you who support what we do locally and around the world. Thank you so much for joining us today. Now, I would like to share a scripture from Psalm 121, such a beautiful scripture. The, the, the psalmist tells us, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord, our feet 
have been standing within your gates, O Jerusalem. And he shows us that he was with great anticipation going to the house of God. And I believe that those who are here came with great anticipation. They, they had somewhat of a choice to not come or to come. And they came, and they came early. That is, that is to be here for whatever God was doing. And there are many of you who are online there today. You have done the same. So the psalmist who says, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Our feet have been standing within your gates, O Jerusalem. He said this in Psalm 121 before that. I will lift up my eyes to the hills from whence comes my help. My help comes from the Lord who made the heavens and the earth or heaven and earth. He will not allow your foot to be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. He is letting us know that God is there waiting to help us. And I've lived a long time now, and I know that he has never failed me. And he has never left me alone. And this is what the psalmist has said. And he says, the Lord is your keeper. The Lord is the shade at your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve you from all evil. He shall preserve your soul, your mind, your will, your emotions. The Lord shall preserve your going out and your coming in from this time forth, even forevermore. And I, think, I want to just command that blessing on us that when we leave out of our homes, we're going to go back into our homes. I love this scripture, and I would like for all of us to take possession of it in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, it's time for us to worship, and I'm going to ask you, those of you who can do that, stand with us, and we'll join together. And if at any juncture you feel like you need to be seated, you please do that. At any juncture, feel, you feel free to be seated. But let us stand together, start together, in Jesus' name. And Reverend James Roots is here, as our praise and worship leader, to lead us. He's going to now lead us in praise and worship. Amen, 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 amen. It's time to rejoice tonight. Can we give God everything tonight? We lift our voice tonight. We're just going to sing to him because he's made us new. He's made us new. How many of y'all are made new in this place?
Praying God come 
turn this thing around. God, turn it around. God, turn it around. God, turn it around. I'm calling on the name that changes everything. Yes, I am. God, turn it around. God, turn it around. God, turn it around. Sing again now. God, turn it around. God, turn it around. God, turn it around. Who's all of my hope is in the name, the name of Jesus. Breakthrough will come, come in the name, the name of Jesus. Some. 
see you move. We need to see you move in this place. There's so many that are sick right now, but Lord, we know you can move. You can turn it around. And I know those who are watching online tonight that are sick to have COVID, you can trust and believe that God is going to turn that around. He's going to turn it around for you tonight. So wherever you're at across the world, what I want you to do is lift your hands. And even in here tonight, let's just lift our hands and just say, Lord, we know you can turn this thing around. But you got to stand. you got to say, Lord, I'm trusting you. You're going to get me through. Because what's on the other side is so good. Because it's more Jesus, more of him. So I say we need to do that thing again where we say God is up to something. Can we declare that tonight? Come on, I want to hear you sing. Here we go. He is up to something. He is up to something. God is doing something right now. Yeah, he, is. he is up to something. He is up to something. God is doing something right now. Oh, he's healing right somebody. Now. Come on now. He is healing someone. He is saving someone. God is doing something right now, right now. He is healing he someone. Is healing he someone. is saving he someone. He is saving God someone. Is doing God something. is doing something right now, right now. He is moving mountains, making a way for someone. God is doing something right now, right now. He is moving mountains, making a way for Put your hands in worship. God, turn it around. God, turn it around. God, turn it around. Turn it around for my family, God. God, turn it around. God, turn it around. God, turn it around. We'll turn us back to you, Lord. God, turn it around. God, turn it around. God, turn it around. Make it personal. Say, God, turn me around. God, turn me around. God, turn me around. 
assured in your love and in your victory that we know ultimate, the ultimate death cannot hold on, cannot continue to do whatever it does because you've destroyed it. You've destroyed death and you've exhibited victory over the grave. So we're grateful to you for delivering us from ultimate death, but you also deliver us from dead things now. Thank you for delivering us from dead things now. 
those things of the world that are dead, you deliver us from them. Thank you for victory. Thank you for making us victorious over every enemy, not some of them and not most of them. So we're grateful to you, Lord. Thank you so much for your presence right here in the midst of us as we have come from many things, come from working, come from other activities, but you've brought us here in Jesus' name. That is in the name of victory. And we thank you for Jesus' victory over all things. And it is so formidable that it is by himself that he gained this amazing victory. He did not have the help of angels. He did it by himself. And he defeated the entirety of hell, all of the fallen angels, fallen beings, and Satan himself. He defeated them, one person, against all of them. And you show us how great your victory is. And I pray today that as we continue this service and as we leave here, no one will feel or believe he or she is overcome or can be overcome by that which is already defeated. In Jesus' name, we bless everyone. Amen. 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 Wow. So good to see everyone here. Thank you so much for being here. And I know that some of you came from victorious work, and, uh, or you came from work victoriously. Yeah, thank you so much for being here today. We appreciate you. I, I really love Jesus, and I know you do too. That's why you're here. I remember a number of years ago when I was quite young, I read a story about a man um, who could not hear very well and could not see very well. He was feeble, but he was always present uh, on, a, on a Wednesday service or that midweek service. And somebody asked him, why do you come? Like, you can't hear that well. You don't see very well. He said, I come because I want the devil to know whose side I'm on. <laughs> yeah. Amen. So I'm excited about that. And so, you know, sometimes that's why you come. Uh, somebody else told a story once about uh, this person who woke up on a Sunday morning and could not, uh, did not want to go to church and could not, did, just didn't have the energy for it. And he said, uh, I don't want to go to church today. And, of course, you know how moms are. She said, hey, son, you got to go to church today. I don't want to go to church, mom. I just don't want to go. She, you have to go. Well, give me a reason. You're the pastor. And so... Sometimes, you know, we might need a little help, right? <laughs> so super. Amen. So you're here because you want to be here. Uh, do we have any first-time guests? That your, your very first time coming? Would you raise your hand if, if that is you? Oh, wow. Wow. Thank you so much. Hey, we got two guests. We have two guests here. So thank you so much for coming. So much for coming. And uh, we're going to say hello to you in a moment. Now, I know sometimes, uh, sometimes, ma'am, we have a gift for you also. And I know sometimes we, uh, we don't want to embarrass you, but sometimes it's embarrassing to talk to the pastor when you're seated and he's standing. But um, how did you find out about us? Did you mind telling me? Oh, man, old lads, I tell you. That's, yeah, yes, wow, yeah, he invites everybody. He invites everybody, Lazarus. Yes, he invites everybody. And uh, we have a brother, Brother Gordon, was the most formidable evangelist we had for years. I mean, brought hundreds of people to the church. I think, I think Brother Lazarus is gaining on him. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for coming. 
And why don't we say hello to her, and why don't we stand and say hello to each other? Just take a minute. And if you want to wave at somebody, you're, you're welcome to do that. You don't want to go too close. You can do whatever you'd like. But just say hi to somebody. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I, I w actually, I thought I should just let you go and keep doing that, but I thought you're the very ones who are going to be saying, the pastor kept me too long. He was preaching. No, thank you so much. I, I really am blessed to see you enjoying each other's company. That's really what this is about. A have you ever seen a, a good parent with, with children, with his or her children, and the little children are playing, and the parent is just rejoicing in the fact that those children are enjoying each other and just doing all kinds of things. Well, I believe that's the way our Heavenly Father is with us. He loves to see us uh, being blessed by each other and, and uh, until he wrote a psalm about it, how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. And it's, in a, it's like the oil poured over the head that flows through the beard of Aaron and even down to the hem of his garments. It's like the dew on Mount Hermon where God pro uh, uh, pronounces a blessing, life forevermore. So I think God is really, really excited when we love each other. But parents are always sad when their children don't get along. Amen. You know, and so God is really rejoicing today. I know he is. 
Thank you so much for, again, for your presence. And I want to speak to those online. Thank you for joining us. And we appreciate you. Thank you for comments. We'd love for you to make comments. Our sister, uh, Virginia, is um, the moderator. She's online with you. And you can say something to her, tell her something, tell her what you think about the service. We would love for you to do that. And if you have prayer needs, you tell her. And we pray every day in this church. Well, we pray Monday through Thursday uh, here at the church on morning. And uh, we pray, of course, on every service we have. Please, we'll pray for your needs. And some of you, uh, Pastor Mike, I know uh, in the Philippines, uh, you're in Sosagon. You uh, have told us that we, we were praying about your sister, how God uh, just healed and raised her up. And also uh, in... Um, Pakistan, uh, we've, we've gotten a great report uh, when we were praying for a lady who was in a coma for a great long time, I think maybe a month or so. We were praying for about a by a word from God, and God raised her up, and she gave us the victory sign. So we want to thank you all for joining us. You're part of us. Amen. So let me say something, too, about uh, us giving. We have, um, we're going to have a, a bit of a prayer time in a short while, and I want you to, you to pray, and, and we'll talk about that in a moment. But at this particular juncture, it's time for our offering. And I love offering. Uh, one of our elders here, Elder Elliot Lavelle. Yeah, let's go ahead and give a hand. Uh, he taught us something, taught me something one day. Uh, he was always receiving the offering, and he would give a little teaching. And he said to us that Israel never worshiped without an offering. You know, that was, have you ever noticed that some things are right in front of you, and you, you see them? But you might not ask, what is that? And so when he said that, it tremendously blessed me. He says, they worship with an offering. And I thought, God, you know, I should have had that, you know. I should have gotten that understanding. And so it really has so blessed me. That does not mean, I don't think that means that you are compelled to always say, okay, let me borrow, you know, something because I want to take an offering. But it shows you how precious offering time is to God. And I want you to to look at your offering as a real blessing, as an act of worship. Sometimes we think just the praise time is an act of worship, but even our giving and our, our sitting, all of this, even when we come sacrificially, we go, boy, I sure feel bad today. Oh, boy, this thing is hurting, and we go anyway. We don't go because of some religious compulsion. We go because we love Jesus, and we love being with his sanctified ones. So that's very, very important for us to know. I want to say that um, we have also brothers and sisters in our city and area, uh, and we have people who are not brothers and sisters, and they, uh, they need us, and we are always there. And sometimes when people need your help, uh, they just also need you to have a smile on your face while you're giving it. And we sure try to be joyful when we're giving to uh, people in our community and people beyond our community. Uh, people in the community have been hit hard. Our brother who uh, helps with uh, our benevolence ministry uh, came to me and he said, Pastor, he said, uh, people are hit hard out there. I said, I know. People in this church are hit hard too. And so that means that we want to, as we are available for those who are outside, we want to make sure we're available for you should you need that. And, that. and that's why we ask you to give. We have endeavored in this ministry never to abuse your liberality. And I would say in, in all the, the 36 years of ministry, coming up on that 36th year, uh, we have never done that. We've never taken you for granted. I want to just thank you for always giving and all of the many trips that we've taken around the world. 
um, 14 trips in a year. Uh, we've, we've had some four, five, six, seven, eight, ten, but we've had 14 trips to nations in a year, uh, 16 uh, nations in a year, 17 nations in a year. And we did that because God called us to do it. And when I look back, I say to myself, when I look at our finances and records, I go, how did we do it? This is impossible. How could we have done it? We, firstly, we did it because you sowed the seed. And, and uh, this is what God says in his word. He gives seed to the sower. Now, just think about it. Don't go to bread to the eater. He gives seed to the sower. So if, you, if one is not a sower, one does not need seed. And, and God is giving seed to the sower. Some of us here in this, in this house, you've always been blessed. You've been blessed. You've been blessed. You didn't grow up. Uh, with a silver spoon in your mouth, but you've been blessed because you were a giver, and God has given seed to you because you're sore. And, and I want to thank him for that. Having said that, I will say briefly that we have several needs, of course, here in our city where we have seed, uh, seed. we have need uh, around the world, and we have some real serious needs. And if you would like to help with the, the need um, uh, in Asia, you can say Asia on, on your notation. If you want to help with the seed in Europe, we have great need in Europe. Uh, you can put Europe. If you want to help with our seed in Africa, you can put Africa. And if you want to help with your seed at home, you can put home. You can do that. All right, would you mind doing that? Now, if you need an offering envelope, you can raise your hand. And uh, we'd like for you to just read the instructions on there. And I believe that those of you who are online can read our instructions um, also, our offering instructions. Uh, ushers, uh, our hands are raised, and let's, let's just continue. Thank you so very, very much for your, your liberality. We sure love you and appreciate you. And uh, let me say lastly, of course, I don't need to say this, but I want to say this. We never, ever want you to feel strong-armed, but we do want you to always believe that you've been informed. All right? So we thank you, and we love you so very, very much. Brother James. Cuán hermoso su nombre es. Cuán hermoso su nombre es. El nombre de Jesús, mi rey. Cuán hermoso su nombre su nombre es no hay otro nombre cuán hermoso su nombre es cuán hermoso su nombre es el nombre de Jesús mi rey cuán hermoso su
What a great song. What a great song. How, what a beautiful song, right? What a wonderful name, the name of Jesus. Have you ever been in trouble and that was the first name you called? Yeah. yeah I, I, I've told you, of course, my stories. I've told you my stories over and over, so you should always remember them. But I, I remember, you know, a number of years ago when a car was out of control, spinning at us on a wintry day on a bridge, and there was no place for us to go. And I shouted the name of Jesus, and that car straightened up. It seemed inches from us, straightened up, went right past us, and then got out of control again. And that name, Jesus, did that. We were in Israel, and we were going from Tel Aviv up to Jerusalem, and I was uh, with we, were, we had my in-laws in the car with us, and we were, we were actually, it was a taxi. We were going up to Jerusalem to spend some time there and up, up uh, north in the, the Galilee. And as we were doing so, uh, a, a board came off a truck in front of us, and this board was coming right to the windshield. And, uh, and, and suddenly, suddenly, um, the Lord just took the board and pinned it down on the, on the uh pavement in front of us, and my father-in-law shouted, did you see what the wind did? Now, he was a godly man. I, I don't mean he was ungodly. We said, I said, no, Big Daddy, that was God. The wind doesn't do that. The wind doesn't just take a board and give it, as it were, a 90-degree angle and, and stamp it down there. And so the Lord is like that for us, and we are his people. We are his witnesses, and we don't want to be silent witnesses. It's sort of a contradiction, isn't it? A silent witness. No, you have to be a witness who says something. And so what we want you to do is, is kind of witness to the Lord. And we're going to have a time of prayer again. Um, I, I, I love for us to pray. I trust that you enjoy praying. Some people think, oh, I didn't get anything out of it. You didn't get anything out of prayer? You must not have put anything into prayer. So we want to give you an opportunity to pray again. And we, we organize this so that 
you have an opportunity so that you're encouraged to pray. Now, everybody doesn't have to, but you have the opportunity. We're going to give you two minutes, and I'm going to all ask that you always obey the rules. We have in this church uh, a saying that the anointing breaks the yoke, not the rules. And so what we want you to do is just look up, and you see that two-minute uh, mark there, and it's going to be cu counting down. We want to give you an opportunity to pray. There are many, many things that are happening in the world, and uh, we want to pray about them. We want to pray about the things that are happening here in our nation. I, I love our nation. I want to just say that as a, as a preface to what I'm about to say. I love our nation, but I am praying for all of you more than I am the landmass, the landmass. Uh, when I pray for America, I'm praying for Americans. I'm praying for people. I'm praying for people who lo love me and people who don't love me. I'm praying for the people who live on this terma firma here. So uh, let us pray like that. I always ask you, don't pray political stuff. I, I don't like that, that, you know, political stuff. You know. Pray my party wins and that their party loses. Pray that the liars are silent on that side. And this, you know, I don't like that. So let's don't go into that. But as we, as we get ready to pray, I looked out and I saw Mama Shine. I, I thought, now, who is that lady who came in? Sister Maria Shine walked in this house. <laughs> Hallelujah, somebody. I thought, who in the world? Thank you, Jesus. I bought these glasses so I could see, but I pulled them off so I really could. Thank you very much. So we're going to have this. We'll pray for two minutes. Brother Nathan's going to put the mic here. We're going to soften the light somewhat. And uh, don't, feel, don't feel intimidated by by the lights. Now, when you come up, you see where he is, and, and don't take the mic off the mic stand. You can point it down toward you if you're a little lower uh, than some. If you're a little taller than some, you can point it upward. All right? So thank you so very, very much. We're going, uh, you're, you're come to pray, but you don't get two minutes of testimony and two minutes of prayer. You, if you feel like you, it's a testimony, you just get two minutes. Okay? So thank you so much. Let us pray. And Father, we just open this time up. Uh, for prayer because you said that we ought to always pray and never lose heart. We thank you, Jesus, today that if there were ever a time that, that the people of God needed to pray, that time is now. We thank you that prayer changes things. Prayer opens doors. And we, we ask that doors would be open and other doors would be closed in the name of Jesus. And we thank you for blessing your people as they come to pray. Just thank you for what you're doing in this church, y'all. Lord Jesus, continue to do a work, Lord. Continue to make us more like you, Lord Jesus. Help us, Lord, to stay before you, Lord Jesus, seeking your face, Lord Jesus. Lord, give us strength where we need strength. Because you said where we're weak, Father God, you'll make us strong. Make us strong in you, Lord Jesus, that we may do the work that you have called for us to do in these last and evil days. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. shortest one in my family anymore. Anyway, 
Thank you, Father. You are so holy, so mighty, so wonderful. I just praise you. I thank you for this precious people. Lord God, you love them so much. They are so precious in your sight. And Lord, I ask you that you would visit your people with great compassion. Wherever you went, you had great compassion. You healed everyone who came in those areas where they believed you. Lord, I ask you that you would believe us, that we would believe you. you. We would believe your word. We would believe your truth. We'd believe who you are. We'd believe the spirit who you have given us, the life-giving spirit. You have given us life. Lord, I ask you that you would heal this precious people, that you would look down upon them and heal every one of them. And I command every infirmity, I command every all COVID, all disease, all illness, all depression, all bondage in the name of Jesus, I command it to loose this people and leave them and never come back. And I thank you, Father, that we are seated with you in heavenly places, far above every principality and power. Lord, I thank you, Father. You are a wonderful God. Thank you for who you've made us. You've made us our, your children, your sons and daughters. You've made us yours, your very own. And you've given us your spirit to have communion with you. We love you and we praise you and we lift your name on high and we magnify it in Jesus' name, amen. Father, I wanna thank you tonight for Pastor Don and Miss Marva. I wanna thank you for the gifting of the word of God that you've given them and that you've given Pastor Don. Father, thank you for your faithfulness to this church. Thank you because you've never left us and you've never forsaken us. Father, I thank you for these words that you gave Pastor Don that he scripted in his book, Come See a Man. The words that say, when you have Christ, you have everything. Lord, I thank you because we have an opportunity to take the worldliness out of us. All of it completely out of us. And that the spirit of God himself would live in us, your people, called by your name, your sons. We are the sons of God. We are the church that you died for. Father, thank you for the good work that you've done in all of us. Thank you, Father, because your mercies are new every morning. Every morning we have opportunity to speak the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you because we stay in our lane. Father, we start with our own selves and with our own homes. Thank you because our children are being taught of the Lord and great shall be their peace. 
So, Father, we thank you that our children are Proverbs 31 children, not because of anything that we're doing, because of what you're doing. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the spirit of God. And most of all, thank you for the man of God. Father, you healed the leper. Ten of them, only one came back to say thank you. I say thank you, Lord. I was that leper. Thank you for Pastor Don and Miss Marva, this great work of yours. Amen. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Because I know he holds the future. The living just because he lives. I just thank you for always guiding me, for taking care of me, for loving me when all hope was lost, for guiding my family. I thank you for giving me hope when everything just was falling down, for giving me a family that I could go to. I thank you for everything you've done for me and for guiding us. I also ask, Lord, that you help us to become your church, to become the church that you Tell us to be your faithful church, to be the church that you've called us. As you help us to become that church and to be without doubt. Amen. Father God, I stand in agreement with what my little sister just said. And she said exactly what I wanted to say. So let the church rise up and declare that Jesus is Lord. Let the church rise up and say that he is king. Let the church rise up and see, say that he is master of the universe. Let the church rise up and say that he lives inside of us. And so that's why I need to live a Christ-centered life and look just like him. I need to do just what he tells me and listen for his voice. Holy Spirit, I thank you for guiding us every moment of our life, Father God. Show us what pleases you, what to do each day, how to speak to people, season our words, Father, that they would be glorifying to you. Help us to help others, Father God. This is a lost world and they need you. Use us, your vessels, your hands and your feet, Father God, to minister to your, your world, Father, through the internet. Use it mightily, Father God. Use this little church, Father. This is a little church compared to everything you, you've done, but you've made it big because, Holy Spirit, you are big. So I thank you. I thank you for your presence in our life. Show us to not worry about the little things, Father, and show us about the big things because these little arguments and things that we have, as, as Pastor says, these, these things that are temporary, just help us to get rid of them, Lord. 
Help us. We need your help because we have to grow up. Let the church say, I'm growing up so that we can do grown-up things for the glory of God. In Jesus' name, I thank you, Lord. Heavenly Father, we thank you, dear Lord, for another opportunity, Father, to come into your presence to say thank you for what you have done, dear Lord, and thank you, Father, for who you are. Thank you, Lord, for an opportunity, dear Lord, to just look up, dear Father, and uh, just to see what you're doing, dear Father, and, and to walk in it, Lord. Father, while we're in the midst of a world, dear Lord, that's dark, dear Father, Father, we pray, dear Lord, that you will cause us to be the light, dear Father, that uh, you ordained for us to be, dear Lord. Help us to walk in the light, dear Father, because you're in the light, Lord. And Father, we thank you, dear Lord, for the light of Jesus Christ, dear Lord, that has lit Father, every man that comes into the world, dear Lord, has an opportunity, Father, to walk in your light, Father. So, Father, we pray, the Lord, that you will cause your light to shine, Father. Shine in the body. Shine in the church, Father. Shine, shine, dear Lord, Father. And, Father, that we, O oh Lord, will learn to always give you glory, Father, in the midst of trouble, in the midst of trial, dear Lord, in the midst of our temptation. Give you glory, Father. Father, for what you have done, the works you've done are great, Father, and they're mighty, Father, and they're worthy to be praised, dear Lord. So we bless you, Father, today. Thank you, Father, for this great opportunity, dear Lord. For we love you much, dear Lord, and we pray, Lord, that you will use us, dear Lord, in this great end-time work, Father. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Dear Father in heaven, thank you so much. My sister came out here today, and she said, growing in faith. Father, that's huge for some of us. But as we grow in our faith, Lord, we come here, we come to church, we get filled by the Holy Spirit, but the battle is out there. Father, when we go out there, that's when we need you the most, because that's where temptations come. Father in heaven, whenever the devil, when the devil tried to tempt our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, he used the Bible verse. He fought the devil with words. Father, whenever we're out there and we're troubled, Whenever we're out there and we face temptation, whenever we're out there and we face anything that does not come from you, Lord, may we always remember that we were crucified with Christ. May we remember that it's no longer us living in our body. It's him who lives in us. May we always remember, Father, that he died for us and he loves us. Lord God, Heavenly Father, when we get hit with temptation, may we remember that we have to offer ourselves a living sacrifice, Lord God, Heavenly Father. Let us always remember that. And whenever we get that temptation, whenever we get troubled, Lord, to remember your word. Because that's the only weapon we have against the devil. So, Lord, again, as we come in here and fill our Holy Spirit, or fill our spirit with your Holy Spirit, when we come in here and fill our lives with your word, Lord God, Heavenly Father, when we go out there and start to run empty, May we always remember what we learned. May we always remember your word. May we always pick up our Bible. May we always remember our brothers and sisters, Lord. May we always hold on to you, that we never fall apart and we continue to grow. In your name we pray. Amen. Lord, we just want to thank you for who you are. Scripture says, and we know that you're the same yesterday, today, and forever. We have confidence in the fact that you are a constant in this changing world. So I want to pray today for those who are going through some kind of change, transition. We, in fact, live in a world 
filled with changes, but I specifically want to pray for those who are facing or looking towards retirement. Uh, people who are moving from one school to the next. Uh, people who are moving from one job to the next. Uh, those who are faced with a major decision. I want to pray for those people. Um, maybe a sickness, maybe a major sickness um, you're facing. I want to pray for you and remind you that um, our God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Uh, Romans 8.28 says, And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. And Matthew 6.25 says, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. I also want to add in students who are moving again from one, uh, maybe graduating, moving from one position to another. Um, Lord, I pray for those people who are worried about um, changes. And finally, I want to repeat what Pastor said earlier. Um, you cannot be overcome by that which is already defeated. Oh, Jesus, we thank you for an opportunity just to talk to you, that we have a, such a privilege because you've adopted us as sons and daughters. You brought us into your kingdom. You placed us into your very presence, and you've placed your spirit inside of us. Lord, you have made us who we are. There's nothing that we have done. There's, there's no amount of, of work that we could ever possibly have done to earn or merit your favor, but you've given it to us freely as a gift. And we rejoice in the fact that you have called us your children. Father, there's a lot of anxiety in the room. There's a lot of anxiety in the air, in the atmosphere. Lord, <laughs> your bride, your church, your people feel fear. We feel afraid. We feel tension. But I thank you, Lord, that you are so far above any of these trifles, any of these worries, any of these fears, any of the sickness that's going around, Lord God. You are the sovereign Lord. You have no rival. You have no equal. There is no one comparable to you. You are in complete and total domination over everything that is and everything that ever will be. These things are nothing in your sight. We praise you, Lord, because of the mighty power that you have. You have power over sickness. You have power over disease. You have power over fear and anxiety. And we don't have to be afraid. Because you live inside of us. It's not our strength. It's yours. And we bless you because you've given us such a life, your life that lives inside of us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you for the love that you've given us to share. I thank you for the family that you have rooted here in this place. Lord God, this church, this body, your bride is a family. And we are knit together because of you and what you have accomplished we love you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen.
Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus. We thank you for your Holy Spirit. We thank you for your peace that passes all understanding in this time of uncertainty and the way our government is and the things that are around us. We look to you, not to the government, to anyone else but you, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Father. We thank you and we pray for a revival to break out in our country and that it would start with us where we're at. In the name of Jesus, we come to you. We thank you. We thank you for your peace that passes all understanding. Lord, I pray for the church. I thank you. Thank you for your grace. Your word says in Romans 10, 13, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they be called on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they shall not heard? But And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except that they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings to good things, of good things. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Esdras, saith the Lord, hath believed our report. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Lord, send us to preach the gospel to this world where we are, in our homes, in our na- with our neighbors. Let the revival start with us and let it reach the world. We know, Lord, that you're coming soon in all the things that's happening in this world, Lord. We, we know it's coming because of, it's in your word. So help us, Father, to share your word to everyone we meet and everyone we come in contact with. And let your spirit lead us. We thank you. We give you praise. We give you honor and we give you glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Jesus died on the cross for us. All of us, like Isaiah 53, chapter 6 says, all of us, like sheep, we strayed away. We have left the God's paths to follow our own. Yet the Lord laid all him, laid on all the sins, sorry. Yet the Lord laid on him the sins of us all. 
He saved us from all the sins we have done. He led us back to the path of God. He, he also saved us from everything we have done, every wrong thing we've done. He led us to the right path. Even though we, le- even though we went through our own path, he led us straight back to the path. I also want to pray for everybody that needs help finding the Lord's spirit and light. And I want to pray for everybody that's sick right now and can't make it to church. And I want to pray for everybody that's online right now that want to be here but that can't. And I want to pray for everybody that's going on vacation right now and that, like, that, like, hopefully they get home safely or arrive there safely. And, yeah, in Jesus Christ's name, amen. First of all, I'd like to thank this church for helping me. I came here four years ago from New York, and the reason I came down here because my wife was dying. And she'd been to this church one time. This church has taught me a lot, especially the men's fellowship. My granddaughter is here now. She's six, but she's been here three times. And in the three years she was here, she was just a newborn. She came back last week, and now she's six years old. I invited my, young, my youngest daughter to come here to live with us in Texas, but she wanted to stay up there. So she came down. I sent her back home today because she wanted to go back to New York, take care of business. And now, I don't want to say I'm, I'm stuck with a six-year-old little girl. I don't know nothing about changing little girls. And it's scary. I have a second chance now with the next generation. She's kind of autistic, you know. And I brought her here ch- to church Sunday. And she loved it. I think the first time I brought her here, you remember Pastor, I had to hold her. It was like going through an exorcist change. She didn't want to. She came here Sunday, and she loved it. I forgot we were coming here tonight because she loved the class. She loved the people here. My daughter was nervous. She said, well, she's not going to be. I said, just have faith in God. Y'all told me about, I never knew about, I knew about it because I was the hero of the word, the flesh and the spirit. I said, well, I know how to feed the flesh, but how do you feed the spirit? The spirit always wants to do eat and do what we want to do. But then again, how do you feed the spirit? And I've learned it's a battle for me right now going through this. Now I got this little, this is our first night together. And she said, Grandpa, we got to go to church tonight. I said, oh, my God, we late. She had an accident in the bed. I'd, so I'm calling my son, my daughter-in-law. I don't know what to do, but I know I had to come here. I was scared to come up here and, and, and talk. Sometimes the devil, I guess he didn't want you to talk, so he put fear in you. But I said, I got to do this, and I got to do it for her. This is my baby. You know what I'm saying? I had three daughters, one son. Two of them are here. The other one just went back to New York. So I'm trying to do the best I can for her. She's Anyway, I just thank God for you guys, because you guys have taught me a lot. When I'm here, I feel like I'm well protected. 
But once I go out that door, it's a different world. I tried to help. I had asked God before I came here, if you get me off the crack, I try to come here and deal with the people here in Texas here, the younger generation. And these people here are so hard-headed that it makes me want to just, you know, and I can say, Lord, I can't do this. They're hard-headed and they're stubborn. Then he sat me down and he said, you know what? <laughs> How long did it take you? I said, excuse me? He said, how long did it take you to stop? I said, it took me 49 years, Lord. He said, well then, it may take them longer. But did I ever get mad at you? Did I ever leave you? You left me. So <laughs> just pray for me that I, I get through this. And I always say I always want to be the light of the earth and the salt and all that good stuff. But you guys help me out a lot, you know. And when I come here and I see you with your wives and, and your girlfriend and your holy hands, and I ain't got nobody's hands to hold on to, you know. And I know, guys, I, 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 we battle just about every, every night. I said, well, Lord, I don't have an eve no more. You took away my eve. I got a pillow I squeezed on every night, and now it's flat. What do I do? So I'm dealing with that now, so. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, I just want to thank you, man. Right. Well, Father, I just come up here tonight, and I just thank you so much for your faithfulness in my life, in my family's life, and all of our lives here, Lord God. Lord I, Lord, I thank you for your faithfulness of this church, Lord, for sending us to Ghana this year, Lord God, and blessing the families that we've reached this year, Lord. My sister brought up Proverbs 31. And the, whenever we hear of Proverbs 31, we always think of the, the noble wife. But if you read before that, it says, Speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves. For the rights of all who are destitute, speak up and judge fairly. Defend the rights of the poor and needy. So, Lord, I just lift up all the children that we reached in Ghana this year, Lord God. I lift up all the mothers, all the fathers. Lord God, I pray for all their needs. I pray that you meet all their needs. Continue meeting all their needs, Lord. Lord, right now, I ask that you wrap your arms around them, strengthening them, making them whole, healing their bodies from their head to their toes, Lord God. I thank you for the opportunity to be blessed by them and to, to bless them through us, Lord God. Uh, you're amazing. You're wonderful, Lord God. I pray that us as the body, we become stronger and that we all stand up for the poor and the needy and those with special needs, Lord. They need to hear your word just as much as we do, Lord God. So I pray that you touch the body to do more, to do more in that aspect, Lord God, to be bold, to be ambassadors. And thank you for choosing me and my family to do so as well. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
Jesus, I hope we have a good day, and I hope that my brothers and Michael and Ghana stay safe, and they are really safe that no things no things happen there and have to be trouble. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Father, we, we thank you, Lord, for this opportunity again that you have given us, your people. You have brought together, Lord, for this hour of prayer. Thank you for Jesus, for what he has done. He has made this possible, Lord, for us to approach your throne of grace with boldness. Knowing, Father God, that you are listening, not only listening, but you have answered. Father God, we thank you for the peace we have in Jesus Christ. In this dark world, Lord. Fading away. But in you, Lord, we stand. We thank you, God, for the comfort we have in Christ. We thank you for the future we have. It's an eternal future, Lord. The peace we have in Jesus Christ. That surpasses all understanding. Father, we thank you that whatever is happening in this world, Lord, <laughs> it did not take you by surprise. Because in your word, Lord, you have painted a, a picture of what is going to happen. But Lord, help us to be courageous and to be bold and to stand as you have empowered us, Lord, and enabled us by your Holy Spirit, Lord. Help us to say, focus upon you as you lead us through victoriously in Jesus name amen amen father your word says that we ought to always pray and never lose heart your church is a praying church it always has been the church has never farmed out prayer to other other people or entities we've always prayed the scripture is very full of examples of prayer when your people prayed Peter out of prison. Such a great example. Jesus, you prayed even on the cross. You were heard. You were resurrected from the dead. Thank you for prayer. So many wonderful examples of prayer. How the people of God began to pray. Paul and Silas were praying. Of course, in Philippi, the prison, they've been imprisoned and they prayed and you, you caused an earthquake and the earthquake shook the prison doors open. And the earthquake did something we've never heard of before. It broke handcuffs and, and footstocks off the people. So we thank you. And prisoners who had an opportunity to run free did not. So we thank you for that kind of prayer. I want to ask you tonight to bless my brother Kenneth who is recovering from foot surgery. We thank you for, for Amy and for him, Amy and the children. We just bless you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We thank you also, God Almighty, for, for Robert and Shirley who are experiencing COVID and, and also joy and for Kenneth in the name of the Lord. We thank you for our brothers, as Pastor Ken, and we thank you for him. We thank you for Pastor Stan, and they're dealing with this COVID thing. 
We ask you, Lord, there's so many who are experiencing that. We just ask you to heal them all, as has been prayed. Heal them all in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you. And we ask you, Lord God, to heal Andres uh, from this cancer. And we ask you to make them well. And Lord God, also heal Gemma and Joan and Michael Jr. Heal all of them. And, uh, and Janie, our dear and precious sister, ask you to stand strongly with her and cause her to know that she is not alone, for you have never left her alone. We thank for Mrs. Mrs. Abigail and for uh, Mr. Casper and for sister-in-laws who are experiencing stroke, who have experienced stroke in the hospital, and those, God, who have all kinds of maladies here. We ask that you would help them. We also ask, Lord, around the world and even our nation that you would heal, Lord God, uh, from, from just the disease of meanness <laughs> and selfishness heal around the world. And we know that men are, are just ungodly, but we pray that you would raise up the godly, and the godly will be without, without uh, dissimulation. They will be without hypocrisy, that they would be the people of God uh, and led by the Holy Spirit, filled with the Holy Spirit. So we thank you that they will have something from heaven to give them, not something from the earth. Uh, we thank you for that, Jesus. We ask you also, Lord God, to, to uh, bless those people in, in Somalia who are dealing with hunger and various places around the world dealing with hunger. We ask you to cause Mr. Putin, whether you give him dreams or, or, or send something to him that would cause him to let that grain go and that he would stop causing havoc in the world. And we just ask you to deal with him and deal with him so that all men will see in the name of Jesus and, and fear in Jesus' name. We also pray for Jonathan, and we ask you to, to guide Jonathan on that test and cause him to do well on this one as he did on the last one. In the name of the Lord, we give you the glory and the honor and the praise through Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Wow. Thank you. Thank you so much. I, we had planned tonight to have uh, prayer time, and then we're going to have a, a short time of teaching. But how do you stop people from praying? I mean, what kind of sin is that? You know, people are coming to pray, and you go, oh, okay, wait a minute, you can't pray. No, that would be a sin, right? So thank you so much for having prayer. Yes, ma'am? I'm sorry, ma'am? Okay, well, we'll lay hands on you when we're finished with the service. We'll, we'll do that. We'll do that. And... Um, we want to, this is Sister Shine, Maria Shine, that I've told you about, you know, from time to time. And uh, she is back here. She moved back to Florida. And, and uh, we're grateful to see you. And Brother Shine, we're, we're great, grateful to see you. We always see you uh, over there in the, in the back 40. Over there, we always see you on the back 40 or the back row or the back 40 almost. So but we always see you. You always show up. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And so, anyway, uh, we, we will be leaving this evening. And I'm so glad that you are here. I trust that you feel that, that something good has happened because uh, when the saints begin to pray, the Lord will have his way. He will move up all kinds of mountains. And I, I want you to know that I have appreciated your praying. Your praying blesses me. 
so much. I don't know about the rest of you, if you enjoy hearing somebody praying to God. And uh, we don't always hear what people are praying because we pray as Brothers Rubble used to tell us, we, a lot of us pray stomach prayers or they're silent. You know? But you have prayed and I appreciate your, your oral praying. So why don't we stand and we will leave this evening. Uh, thank you so much for your presence here. We look forward to seeing you Sunday morning at 8.30 a.m. and uh, 10.30 a.m. We also want all of you online to know that we will be here 8.30 a.m. Central Daylight Time. Uh, we will be here at 10.30 Sunday uh, at Central Daylight Time. So you can join us. Some of you in Asia will say that, no, you just you watch the, the 10.30 service later. I understand. Thank you so much from around the world. And I want to thank everybody here who made this possible. I would like for you to continue to pray. Uh, I believe that the more we see that day approaching, that we should pray all the more. And let's pray without judgment. Let's pray to the Lord, recognizing that we too have been saved from something we could not be saved from. We have been, I know that sounds almost like one of those things that makes no sense, but we were all saved from what we could not be saved from. There was no solution in the earth. And God brought solution from heaven. And he saved us. So we want to recognize that. And don't act like that sinner is unsavable. That sinner's not. So we want to pray. I'm going to ask the elders. Sister Sandra, I want you, when we finished here, I want you to come over here and we have a couple of elders or so. They're going to lay hands on you and bless you, okay? So in the name of the Lord, let us lift our hands to the Lord. Let us bless our brothers and sisters by saying, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you. The Lord be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you. And the Lord give you his peace. In Jesus' name, I bless you. Go with God. We love you. Right over here, Sister Sharon.